Oh hi! Welcome to the uh, the What Is Life podcast. We are here today with the amazing and pretty cool Mateo Tunes to get Wahoo! I've arrived. <laughs> oh boy! Podcast number one, first guest. It's a special honor. How do you feel? I feel uh, normal because, you know, I already had you on my podcast, so it's just like we're doing a normal conversation once again, so it's not too different, thankfully, so I'm not completely out of my comfort zone, but I do feel a little weird being on somebody else's podcast, I must admit, but, you know, I'll have to, you know, just deal with it, I guess. Yeah, boy, you're a long way from home, boy. You're a long way from home. Yeah, this is not my channel. This is the first time I ever talked on... Well, I mean, like, really talked on somebody else's channel. I've done collabs here and there, but, you know, it's it's kind of weird, so... <laughs> and the even weirder thing is this is this is, this is is a new channel, pretty much. It's not even the main channel. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? It's for... Yeah. So, that's even weirder. You're, you're gonna be, like, you're in the unknown unknown. Wow, I'm in, like, the urban areas now of YouTube. Oh, boy. Where? Hey, stay Whoa, safe. Where stay am safe. I? <laughs> Stay safe. Look around you at all times. Um, don't take out your phone too much. Uh, <laughs> don't have flashy things. I, Be careful. I, I won't. I won't. So pretty much the purpose of this is to get people's take on life is what I'm thinking. Um, and yeah, and Mateo Tunes has a very unique way of living because he is a YouTube... A cartoonist. Yeah. A cartoonist, YouTuber. He's, he's a... Animations. A YouTube cartoonist animator. 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 <laughs> animator. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's very odd. Because, you know, whenever people come up to me and say, Oh my gosh, I found your YouTube channel. I didn't know people made cartoons still. And I was like, yeah, I kind of found it two years ago. And I'm now, you know, doing it full time. And I'm almost, I'm almost at the 4,000 hours of watch time. And then after that, I just got to get the 1,000 subs. And then I'll be able to make money off of it. A, a thousand subs and four thousand minutes of watch time. Oh boy! Hours, four thousand. Oh yeah, 4, true, true. Three thousand hours. But yeah. so, so you got you got that pretty unique take on life because you're you are growing up. You're 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 a what two thousand and seven two thousand eight. Uh, wait. What do you what do you mean? When was it? When was I born? You yeah. Mean? October 30th, 2003, actually. Oh, boy, 2000. Oh, that's true. My math is great. 2000. Early, early 2000s. Early 2000, boy. Trust me, growing up in the 2000s was awesome, man. It was like true, true childhood right there. It's yeah. Like, I know 90s 90s kids had it better, but growing up in the, th- the 2000s with, you know, uh, Trix Gogurt and, like, you know, Orange Juice and Nicktoons and Cartoon Network all day, just, ah, truly a time to be alive, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm that I'm that 1997 boy. So I got I got the uh, oh I got the millennial stuff going on. You know I got the uh, <laughs> I crossed two whole millennials. Damn Damn. millennials. Dude. I was close, uh, off by three years. But yeah, I have a I've had a pretty crazy life. I was born a day before Halloween, which it doesn't really uh, hold up as much as it used to because I don't go trick-or-treating anymore. I might this year, but I don't do that kind of thing anymore because I have I have money now. Wow, and I can Whoa. just go to the store. I could just go to the store and nice, buy boy. You know, candy. 
Yeah, it's uh, you ballins, boy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That rich life. Hey, you can actually like take candy from Halloween and resell it later, right? Is is that a thing? Yeah, dude. That's yeah, actually a I think so. business hustle move right there. And you can vlog mm. it to make extra cash on the side. <laughs> vlog it. Okay, guys, this is my selling candy in the hood prank vlog. <laughs> selling candy in the hood prank vlog. And uh All right, so yeah. It's uh so uh, what what is Mateo's life because you grew up in the time where um, it's becoming more normalized to do YouTube as a career and to be a video creator online and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So you grew up so in a kind of cool era, honestly. I did. So uh, I grew up. I uh, I was born two years before YouTube uh, came to be. So here's here's the life of Mateo Tunes. I'll probably make a draw my life at a thousand subscribers because like it's just it's just obvious I'd do that because you know I'm an artist. Draw my life. Blah, 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 blah. So, here's the here's the life of Mateo Tunes. So October thirtieth, two thousand three, I was born into the world, and then okay. I was introduced to to dirt and air, and it was amazing. Nice. So, after that, I don't remember too much of being a little baby, but I did know uh, I grew up in my grandma's house before we moved into our own house, which was amazing. So, my dad, uh, we got a PlayStation Two, we got Ooh. Crash Bandicoot, which is my childhood game. I play that game all the time now. It's a great game. Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back, and all those great classics. And then, mm-hmm. uh, we 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 uh, still lived in New Mexico. I've I've lived in New Mexico all of my life, and it's oh, it's boy. a beautiful place. I've been <laughs> I've been to Texas, Texas once, man. I think. Yeah, I was. Texas is pretty cool too. It's it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what happened was is that we moved into our own house. It was a giant house, and then we moved down here to my current place so i'm not going to reveal where it is obviously because i don't want people coming to my door but it's a pretty cool it's a massive house but i lived in the house just down the street uh a couple years ago when i was like uh seven or eight and then when i was 10 uh we moved in oh i was like nine or eight and i moved we moved into this giant house and that's basically the moving things and how i figured out youtube was through my uh my oldest sister uh she's moved away now but uh, she introduced me to YouTube in 2007, I think. Dang. So, you were just a uh, baby. This was when, yeah, man. Uh, YouTube was massive, and I was able to comprehend all of the memes from back then, where it was like uh, peanut butter jelly time, you know, cat eating invisible burger, and like just all of those crazy videos on YouTube. And I was like, I gotta make videos eventually. And I actually started doing that, and here's how it happened. One Christmas morning. Uh, my parents got me a flip camera. It was a really crappy $30 Ooh. flip camera, but I was all like, this is, this is the first step to becoming a YouTuber right here. I think I mentioned this on uh, the podcast I did with Ethan on my channel, but uh, I'll just redo it here for the new MRI's podcast. So, uh, I got this flip camera when I was like 8 or 9 or 10, I think, and I was... I was ecstatic for this camera, but I broke it one day by doing this, and I kid you not, I put it on top of the fridge, I left it there for like a week, and then I opened the fridge door, and it came crashing down to the ground in a million pieces, like shattered everywhere. Exactly, nice. exactly. Just... Oh well boy. Well clappy, clappy. <laughs> and I gave up on, I gave up on making videos for like three years after no! that, because I, I just... Exactly, exactly. I have footage uh, that I'm planning to do on uh, my channel, 
where I show people like my my trip down YouTube road. Where oh, I already yeah. done a, I've already done a video like that, but it's basically like I show you guys a bunch of footage of when I was like 10 or 11 or 12 to make like making videos and just having a complete blast. And then I decided to revive my YouTube career, so to speak, career with the gaming <laughs> channel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tried to revive it uh, with a gaming channel called Dropkick underscore zero zero, and it's it's gone off of YouTube oh. now, but yeah, that sucks. It, it was done like this. It was done on the very phone I'm holding right now, and uh, how, how it went down is that I took, I took my phone, put it on record, filmed my TV because I didn't have, I didn't have a computer, nor did I have a capture card, so... There was, like, no way of getting the footage, like, properly, mm -hmm. so I had to do it the Ghetto 2007 the style, ghetto 2007. so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I took I took my phone, I pointed it at my TV and played a game for about 11 minutes, and I was like, I'll see you guys in the next video, alright, love, love you, subscribe, like, and comment, buy my merch, and then I just merch? quit the video. I didn't have merch, I just <laughs> said Memes? that as a joke a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> I get you. Alright, so, after that, after that... Uh, it was near the end of this dropkick uh, gaming career, and I figured out that I actually wanted to make animations and cartoons. And this is where Mateo Tunes started to take effect. So, I was animating for my gaming channel, but I was finding a little bit more interest in animation more than video games, because before I figured out I could actually make my own animations, I wanted to be a game developer and designer, because I was still an artist and an animator at heart. I just wanted to apply it to, like, uh making video games uh so what i did is that i went i endeavored into making animations uh for my gaming channel it was basically just like an intro screen an end screen and just you know little transitions here and there like little animated characters would pop up but it wasn't the most thrilling thing on the planet and then i was like you know what this could actually be a very cool you know project i could dive into so i did that and then uh one fateful day i think it was november or December of 2015 or 16 where I said alright I'm gonna quit uh, gaming now and go into uh, uh, animation so I'll see you guys on the Mateo Tunes channel um, the reason that Dropkick isn't around anymore is that Dropkick used to be or Mateo Tunes used to be Dropkick so this is the, I'm still using the Ooh. same account as Dropkick was on but I just deleted all those videos and they're unrecoverable I can't find them Aww. anymore they're just wiped off the face of the planet unless someone out there was creepy enough to download all of those then okay i would possibly <laughs> sounds have like those Master videos, but <laughs> oh. throwing shade oh boy <laughs> creepster wow, eat oh poor ethan poor ethan man Creeps all right so yeah uh i made a made a few animations at first uh you guys can go see i haven't uploaded uh, I think by the time this podcast comes out, I'll, I will have uploaded an update video, but as of right now, I'm still animating it, which I'll talk about a problem I had later when I'm done talking about the whole YouTube journey thing. Um, so what happened was that I dropped gaming, went into animation, and I uploaded my first animation. Uh, it was a fan animation for this cartoon called Ed's World that I was super into at Ooh. the time. So I ended up doing that. And I was like, I should animate the 2005 special, because 
It was a Christmas special made in October or November, I don't know, but it was uploaded like a day after Halloween, November 1st, or it was uploaded on Halloween, which was weird because it was a Christmas special, so I was diving into the whole Christmas and Halloween thing. Yeah. So, what I ended up doing was animating some of the 2005 special, but never finishing it because I was like, I should just make my own original content. So. Uh, skip forward a few months where I'm just experimenting where you can find my little series called Reanimations or the little sh animated short called Never Grow Up. Those were just experimental animations until I dropped my uh, first actual animated cartoon, Swords Kid. Swords now, Kid. Shout out. Yeah, that that concept isn't completely dead yet. Now I'll, I'll explain that in my update video. Uh, it's coming. It's coming back. Trust me, but not in animated form. And I'll I'll Ooh. explain it in my update video. I don't Ooh. want to spoil it too much because I'm quite excited. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Uh, I I animated the pilot for Swords Kid, which I am gonna do a commentary on here very soon because it was the one year anniversary in February. So I was like, whoa, that's cool. So. I animated that, and I was like, you know what, since people like this so much, and I met some of my greatest friends like Sandberger 3000, Destunes, and you, Emerise, because, hey, yo. you know, you were watching you were watching my videos, and then you said, hey, new subscriber, and I was like, and, you know, I'll check out this Emerise guy, and a little side tangent, the first video of yours that I watched was uh, the If Your Bathroom Could Talk video with the racist shampoo. I just, <laughs> I loved, I loved hey, that yo. video so much. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh boy. Then what happened is that I, I dropped everything I was doing by then to make Swords Kit. And for those of you who are watching this and do, you know, dive into my, you know, YouTube channel and watch all my older videos, then props to you, first of all. And also, you could also see that I'm exper I was experimenting with Swords Kit for about eight months until I... I'm doing a podcast right now. Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> the life of Matteo. My sister just barged in. I lost my train. She gave me a coke, which is pretty cool, but hey, hey yo. All right, what what was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, that she gave you a coke. Sword. No swords, kid. So you could see that for the past year, I was experimenting with it, just like completely falling flat on my face because. The main reason that I kept falling short of making the thing an actual thing is because I did it all by myself. Like I was able to oh, do it the first yeah. few times by myself, but I I can't I can't make a fully animated cartoon independently. That's just impossible. You need like at least four people helping you with the cartoon because you can't be handling a big project like that by yourself. And thankfully, uh I've been working on my comic for the past month so you know i've said you know comics and swords kid and that's all coming back or coming to you and i actually have someone helping me with the comic so hopefully you can connect the dots there by yourself i don't want to say it out loud but you know <laughs> so Ooh. yeah after that i tried some new animated series like uh the failed one jordan hero which was completely it, it completely fell flat my dad even wrote a song for it which is like this really blast beady heavy metal song which i might upload someday and uh what happened after that just a bunch of other failed cartoon series that never got you know made or storyboarded they were just like thoughts so after that i decided you know what just why don't we do why don't we just scratch the entire concept of making an animated series and then jump into the thought of a short film because i was really into animated short films at the time uh 
I can't remember the ones that really inspired me, but the thing that inspired me the most was the cartoon Infinity Train, and I I watched that once, and I was like, I got to make a cartoon now. If this inspired. is this is in, yeah yeah just inspiration just completely out of nowhere i was like this is amazing which by the way that cartoon has been greenlit for 2019 and i was like oh my goodness yes oh so your child gonna be able to watch that Nah, that cartoon was released uh november of 2016 and it's it was just whew, it was great but anyway hmm. so i dived into the concept of a short film and that ended up falling flat on its face for this one reason, and I'm not even kidding. People pointed the fact, uh, I made an entire, like, video about it, and I might delete it because it's just pointless now and no one cares. So, uh, I made the video, it was like, well, here's some unfortunate news, and it's like, oh, come on, Mateo, right off the bat, you're gonna do this clickbaity title. And it was unfortunate news to be, yeah, to be completely honest, it was clickbait, and I was just talking about how I couldn't do this all by myself, and I was like, in hindsight, you should have seen that coming in the first place, because you can't make an animated short film by yourself. It's just impossible. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what happened after that was, uh, I made the short film about five minutes of it. It was going to be 12 minutes, just like a regular old episode of a cartoon, but it was like a 12-minute short film. Uh, I had the story written, I had it all figured out, and then I just couldn't do it because... Um, I lost all the sound effects and some animated footage, so oh, no. I decided I decided to delete an entire file or folder of just trash. But my phone didn't, my tablet at the time did not warn me of it being the folder of my sound effects that I dearly needed for the short film. Yeah. And in order for me to like actually get back on track with the short film i'd have to go with scour through youtube and just look for all of these sound effects again and also in hindsight i could have just looked at my history just like what i past watched right so i could have just done that but i That's didn't true. because i was like no it's just too much i can't do it and i was like i could i could have done that and that would have been an awesome ending to this project but yeah i couldn't it was, no, I just, I had, I didn't have the strength at the time, so I just continued making videos, and, uh, see my webcomic, I might as well just say it out loud, it's the Swords Kid story in the form of a webcomic, and I'll I explain knew it. in the, I knew yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going great so far, I have a lot of the, I have three of the characters written, and there's just, wow. mm, it's pretty good so far, if I have to say for myself, Ooh. so, uh, it's a completely written story now, it's very, it's a very, like, uh, how do I say this blurry outline of what it, what I want it to be, but I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, see, after I made the short film, or made it a short film with a million quotation marks around it, uh, I ended up going back to just regular Mateo Toons content, which, by the way, I think are my best three months of content in a long time, because I really liked the style of those videos, and I'm trying to replicate that with my videos today, but, you know, with the webcomic and... You know, see, I want my webcomic to take priority over my animations, kind of, because it's a passion project now. So, you know, to the people, to the, to the, to the, to the few people watching this who are fans of Mateo Tunes, just know <laughs> that animations are are still coming, coming around. So, yeah, that's that's basically my YouTube journey so far. It's uh, what March of yeah. 2018 now. So. Uh, Probably the biggest project I work on, I worked on uh, last year was the Toonsimus, the Toonsimus project. That took me 
what, 13 days to animate all those five-minute shorts. Oh, it was five-minute shorts. And it was just completely animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was it was a, wow. a it was twelve days of Christmas, right? So I had to animate twelve shorts. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and at twelve days yeah. every day. Oh no. Yeah. The Daily animation is not as not as easy. It was a grind. It was the biggest grind of that year, I believe. So. But you did it. Uh. Mm-hmm. You did it. I persevered, man, persevered. and I ended up with a. Th- a 30-minute cartoon, which is my longest cartoon I've ever made, and I made like a half-hour special, right? So I could put that on TLC. <laughs> oh, dude, Matteo uh, Tunes making moves. Yeah, yeah, I'm making making some big moves. It's 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 been a great it's been a great year so far. My channel has been skyrocketing as of late, and I'm almost at 200 darn subscribers, which is amazing. Dude. So. I can't wait. It's it's amazing, dude. And at, and at what like fourteen? You've you've done a lot already. I know, man. It's like I'm doing all these crazy things while I'm so young, and I just can't wrap my head around it really because it's just not not a lot of fourteen year olds are doing the same thing I'm doing right now. They're just you know out Call of Duty. doing whatever they want. It's 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 crazy, right? So I'm here making a living, right? So it's, it's nuts. Ugh. Dang, yeah. So, uh, so that's my life slash YouTube journey life. as of right now. Yeah. But the real question is, is what is the daily life of Matteo Tunes like? Oh, boy. Besides drinking People coke. have been asking me. Hey. <laughs> Every day. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for the assumption, MRI. Barging, barging in, people. People barging in, you know. <laughs> Dad I reveals. Soda, I should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should probably stop drinking so much soda. It's just so good. I can't help it. All right. What's the daily life of Mateo Tunes like? Well, I wake up in the morning. Nice. And uh, I sit in bed, or lay in bed, rather, uh, petting my cat, laying with my cat, and just scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Twitter, going through Snapchat, watching some YouTube videos, and uh, uh, sleep through my alarm three days in a row. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I'm set to wake up at 6.30 in the morning, which is like my the best time to wake up ever but i always wake up like an like two hours later at 11 or like uh at eight and it was i was just like oh man i gotta stop doing that i gotta go to bed earlier and wake up earlier so anyway i wake up at around eight or six i screw through instagram laying with my cat then i go to my desk and i open up my computer computer and then i immediately immediately get on the grind. I start animating videos. I start thinking of ideas for my comic. I start writing down stuff. Uh, pardon me. I start uh, recording audio. I can't really record audio right now because I need to get this uh, new mic cable, but I bet at, I bet uh, by the time this thing comes out, I'll, I'll have the mic cable and I'll be able to record stuff still. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, what else do I do? Aside from work, well, I do some cleaning around the house because nice. I like doing I like doing cleaning because cleaning uh, gets gets my stress out. Cleaning Sometimes vlog, I... yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the the real Mateo Tunes cleaning vlog. Yeah, I mean, uh, so so most of your day is spent animating. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, up until I guess summer of this year, it's gonna be it's gonna consist of animating and doing my comic. I haven't yeah, really yeah. illustrated anything 
by uh, with a comic for the past like three days because I've been just like writing and thinking of ideas for it and just trying to get the characters together, finding more inspiration. I'm looking back to all the cartoons uh, I used to watch on Cartoon Network, like Steven Universe and Regular Show and Adventure Time. Just like ugh, the main the main three things that get me hyped up making more animations. So uh, after that, I usually play uh, my ukulele, which I have right here. So I get I get up my oh my ukulele boy. and I just I just think of think of new chords I could play like it's kind of out of tune right now. <laughs> yeah, dang. So, so I play, I play. I, yeah, I guess. Uh, what dude? Everybody is everybody is thinking right now. Mateo Tunes, do you even go to school? Isn't it required by law to go to school? I'm confused, is what people are saying. Uh, Not me, that's what people are saying. Alright, so you already know that I'm homeschooled, right? So Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm homeschooled, in case anyone cares. Uh, Everybody cares. You see, a lot of people... A lot of people think you need an extracurricular, you know, you know, brain in order to make good things, but, you know, in the end, in case it's something you extremely want to get into, you could just make decent... I mean, I didn't go to college to learn how to make animations. I'm self-taught with a few tutorials here and there. I didn't go to college to learn how to make animation. I didn't go to college to learn how to breathe. I, I just simply you know, thought about it for a little bit. I was like, maybe I could do this, and then I just did it. You know, there wasn't college, you know, all the way back in the Stone Age when people were trying to figure out how to make fire, right? It was just, true. you know, me make fire, poof, fire. So, there. You don't need a college degree or diploma in order to get success anywhere. It's just, you know, make what you like to make. I'm homeschooled, and I am uh, still learning math. I suck at math. Uh, I'm great we at all do. We writing all do. and spelling. Uh, math is my worst subject, man. It's like psh, I, I'm still trying to learn how to do divide, do like division, and time step. I'm trying to get used to times tables. I'm great at plusing and minus, obviously. Are you, are you, but just, okay, quick, quick, quick question: Are you are are, are you? Uh, is a curriculum homes that is a homeschool curriculum teaching you to do division by hand, long form division? Uh, basic, well, I don't really know what you mean by that, but what it's doing is basically, like, uh, you know, like do you the do division, but show your, show your process as you're going. Yes, Ew. you can just write, just write it down, but you gotta show your process, right? And that's the worst part, because you gotta, you gotta rethink everything you just thought by adding it up, and then you actually gotta write it down, but I guess, I, I guess it kind of helps, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of just like, ew, I don't want to do this now. It's just, eh. <laughs> I haven't done division by hand since third grade. Why do we even have have that anymore? It's a thing, honestly. I, I don't know. I'm, uh, through times tables, I'm taught by the Scottish method. Basically, just like, uh, you know, this times this equals this, not this times this divided by this plus this, this, and this, didn't. <laughs> not this entire, like, Einstein, Stephen Hawking, math equation that you gotta figure out in order to launch a rocket into space, and it's like, to be completely honest, what, what would you need algebra for outside of school? Um, I mean, if you're not gonna be, like, an engineer or anything, honestly, you don't really need it. Yeah, exactly, Besides, I'm not an yeah. engineer, I'm, I guess I'm it an teaches animator. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it kind of teaches you how to think, like, analytically, like, 
kind of yeah, self I guess. but yeah. at the same time, Sometimes. like, you can learn that from other things, too. And, uh, yeah. Honestly, so, so, uh, in, in third grade, we had to memorize our times tables, right? And I, and I did bad because I never memorized them in third grade, and I was like, I'll just memorize it next year in fourth grade, because that's when I really need it. And then I didn't really need it, so I was like, uh, I'll memorize it in fifth grade. And I kept on carrying on till till now, and I'm like, hey, I just got a calculator. So, uh, MRI's reveals, it <laughs> don't yeah. know his time tables. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, trust me, man. Uh, sevens, eights, and nines are where people struggle the most, because you gotta be like, what, did, what does this add up to? It's just, it doesn't... Sevens, eights, and nines are the hardest ones I'm doing right now. I can, you know, I can't really do every one of them off the top of my head, but I could just easily, you know, add it, add it up and then, you know, do that. But, uh, speaking of engineering, technology... So, I want to talk about something that happened literally the day of recording this. So, this morning I woke up, right, and just like any other day, I, I, I lay in bed, I'm having a good time, scrolling through Instagram, petting my cat, and I get up, I go over to my desk, I open up my computer, and what do you know, the thing restarted without me knowing it. For some reason, this is a problem that my computer has had for about three months now. It just restarts without me knowing, and I lose a lot of stuff. For example, I lost uh, about a minute of animation today, Ooh. and it was it was heart heartbreaking to me because I was like, that was so good, and I have all the frames still, but it just didn't it just didn't save it, and I I remember it saving it, so it was just. I don't know. So what happened? What ended up happening was that I had to restart everything. I got to. I had to open up Premiere again. I got to go through all the slow things that it notifies me about, and then I just, I just go through my day. But here's the weirdest thing that was happening. For some reason, uh, so to anyone who has a Windows 10 laptop, you know, on the bottom right, there's that little uh, battery icon that yeah. shows whether or not your computer is charging. Uh, for oh. some reason, that just wasn't there. It, it, it was just completely gone. And you got trolled. I was, just par- I was paranoid. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Is my computer charging right now, or is it not charging? It's it's okay now, mind you. So, my computer, I don't, I couldn't tell if it was charging. It was at 100%. I, I was able to just go into the settings and like check how much it was, but I didn't want to do that every time I wanted to see how much my computer was. I want to be able to take it places and conveniently just hover my mouse over the battery icon and say, oh, it's fully charged, uh, or it's at 95%. Yeah. But for some reason, it just wasn't there. So I was like, okay, uh, it, 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 my computer does this thing sometimes where it's plugged in, but it isn't charging. So I'm like, what is even happening right now? So... Uh, it restarts, it, it, it's either it restarts or it's plugged in and it's not charging. So let me get to the plugged in and not charging thing first. Uh, it's probably one of the more annoying things I have to deal with on the side of the spectrum of computer dealing with thingies. Uh, basically I plug in my computer or I turn my computer on one day and I hover over the thing where the battery is just ever so slightly drained. And I'm like, oh, maybe my computer just, you know, has a, has a slow charge right now. Maybe I'm just running two things. Maybe I'm pushing the CPU too much. I don't know. So I hover over it, and it says that dreaded saying, plugged in, comma, not charging. Oh, so I'm like, okay, what? Oh, happens all the time to me. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know. And oh, I'm just no. like, uh, what's going on What's going on now? So it was the first time I ever had dealt, dealt with this, so I was like, what the heck is going on? So... I look it up on YouTube and I was just like plugged in. I say plugged in, not and then 
every everything was plugged in not charging plug in not charging windows 10 8 8.1 7 xp i was like what the heck is going on i didn't know this was such a huge problem so i look it up on youtube and i find out this ridiculous fix it goes like this what you gotta do shut off your computer unplug the ac adapter hold the power button for one minute plug it back in and turn it back on and pray to god that the thing is actually charging now <laughs> so what you gotta what you gotta do is you gotta keep figuring out whether or not it's charging and for the first few for the first few times it just doesn't work i don't know why it just doesn't work but it just doesn't so i go i hover my mouse over the thing plugged in not charging so now we look up even crazier things like remove the battery for a minute and then put the battery back in screw the thing back on plug it in hold the power button for a minute and then turn it back on and hope that it works it doesn't work what do you do then well you just you know take your computer to the shop that doesn't work either because your computer is basically a lost cause at that point so it's like a it's like an endless cycle of just like figuring out whether or not this darn computer could charge again because you become paranoid because uh it's especially bad for me because i do all my work on my laptop so yeah. it's like i have everything on my laptop i got like like 100 gigs of just files that i need to have so it's just paranoid I'm just paranoid all the time with my computer uh, the other thing that happens is the random, uh, reboots and restarts or just updates. Oh, so Windows 10 updates. Shout out. I hate when, I hate Windows 10, man. It's the worst. And I have it. So it's like, why, why? I gotta deal <laughs> with it, man. It, it's just, again, it's one of those things you just gotta persevere with. So what, what happened is, is that, uh, sometimes... This has been a problem ever since I got my new drawing tablet, because whenever I shut off my computer and don't turn off my tablet, mm -hmm. the computer recognizes the tablet as a second monitor, because my tablet has a screen, so, you know, it, it recognizes it as a second monitor, so whenever I turn off my computer, it's like, oh, this must be a second monitor, so it turns back on, and then, for some reason, whenever I leave it on at the, at the startup screen, it just reboots itself, or it updates, or it just, you know, shuts off completely. But this time, it was different. So I wake up, I come to my desk, open up my computer, it's not on. So I turn it back on, and what do you know, I lose basically everything I was working on that day. So, I reboot everything, and I just then notice that the charger icon is not there. So I do the entire thing where it's like, unplug it, do this, hold this for a minute, and then turn it back on. Uh... I did that, and then for some reason, I was listening to music and doing work when oh. my computer just shut off completely. That I don't know what caused this. Wrecked. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get a blue screen of death. I got no warning of this. I got. I got no prompt saying save this before your computer shuts off. Just flat lines. It was crazy. So I turn it back on. I lose even more stuff where I'm just like, oh, this is this is just wonderful. I cannot believe this right now. Just my luck. I needed this today completely. And my computer is working way better than it's ever been in months now for some reason. I think it just needed a few quick restarts and just, you know, some clearing of space. And yeah. It would work again. But the usual. I yeah. don't. I don't know. Uh, PCs are the most infuriating thing on the planet because... They're just so complicated. Like to the people who have Macs, man, props to you, dude. It's like you got you got the easiest side of things, but us PC people do not. Windows is just way worse than people make it out to be. Yeah, I mean that's it's part of life. And this is the What Is Life podcast, so life yeah. has problems like that. Yeah. Uh 
to be completely honest, at the beginning of the podcast when you were doing the intro, I, I expected you to say, Hello and welcome to the Real Oreo Podcast. I don't know why. I just... I was just expecting that so much because I, I was it was just such a thing for you to do but then I was I was like oh he didn't name it the real Oreo podcast I guess <laughs> oh you trolled me uh, you make you, I, you I, make no, MRI feel sad now MRI is sad oh. MRI is a sad tuber now he is a he is Virai Sadi Virai Sad Sad Arias dude <laughs> About the video yeah. you uploaded recently, uh, News oh. Arias, I thought that was ridiculous. Like, the content was just unbelievably well made. Like, I'm currently standing on this massive block of cheese, and, like, it has a horrible smell, but it tastes delicious. Back to you <laughs> and Arias. Oh, uh, that was... <laughs> that was intense. That was... Yeah. That yeah. was an intense video. Pretty lit content, if I gotta say for myself. Yeah. Now, another question I have about the life of Matteo is how do you make friends? Uh, do you have friends? Well, uh, here's oh. the here's the massive uh, FBI kept secret of Matteo Tunes. Matteo Tunes is actually a very big introvert. Like I, well, we all are. That's why we do YouTube. Yeah, interactions with like real life people is really awkward because I don't know what to say in a regular conversation face to face because it's different talking to someone for example through Skype I'm talking to you through Skype right now Amariah yeah. so it's like what what the heck am I to do in the situation where someone comes up to me and says hello I'm like what 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 do I talk about I can't immediately relate to the person and say oh you're the person who does that thing or I'm the person who does this thing and I I, for one, don't want to be boastful about my channel because that's just a douchey thing to do. Yeah. And second, I don't want to talk about my channel in general because people don't really relate to that kind of thing, so <laughs> I don't know. But sometimes sometimes people just come up to me and say, hey, aren't you that guy that does the cartoons? And I'm like, yes, I am. So then we then we talk and then, you know, we push, we push past the side that we push past the fact that I'm the guy who makes the cartoons to the guy who is your friend now. So it's like, you know, I'm willing to make friends with anybody as long as they're, you know, not crazy. <laughs> oh, so now we know Matteo's secret to making friends. It's no secret. It's just running into basically a wall. Uh, speaking of which... I uh, don't turn on phone. I'm not using Snapchat right now. Speaking of which, uh, the other day, my old pal, uh, Logan, came by. I haven't seen him in Logan about Paul, five what? years. No, not not Logan. Oh. He's, he's just a guy I know named Logan. He came um, over the other day from, well, funnily enough, Texas, and hey. he's, he's at he's in Colorado right now. I think I don't know, uh, but he looks different now. And like the, it's funny because you know, interacting with someone I already know is way easier than interacting with someone I just met because I don't go places just for the sake of meeting people. It's like, that's hard for me to do because I don't know what the heck to talk about because if I'm not if I'm not the one starting the conversation if they're, and they're not the one starting the conversation, what what are we supposed to do exactly? So it's very odd. I'm, I'm an odd person, so I don't, I don't know. True. Hey, is, is, is VidCon ever a goal for you? Uh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So, someday I would love, I would absolutely love to go to VidCon, but I would need some pretty hefty cash behind me to do that, so, uh, please support my, uh, <laughs> my Patreon, 
go buy my Shameless merch. Plug. Hey, tip me, tip merch. me on uh, that tip, that online tip jar. Twitch uh, live no. streams, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Twitch, Twitch live streams. So, uh, yeah, VidCon would be an amazing thing to do yeah. someday. I would honestly love meeting meeting people that watch my stuff because that would be just like very weird, but like very awesome at the same time. Yeah, yeah, honestly. So give give it five years, and uh, mm-hmm. you'll be adult, and uh, you'll have content. And the fan base, yeah, and man. people will be like, whoa, it's Mateo Tunes, that guy that makes weird animations. <laughs> yeah. The guy who makes weird animations. Whoops. Yeah. That was weird. Okay. And yeah, man. Another question I have about the life of Mateo, because this is the What Is Life podcast. Plug. You plugged your own podcast. <laughs> Within the podcast, <laughs> podcastception. Yeah. The question is... What does Mateo have for dinner, usually? Does he have dinner? How does he have time uh, for dinner with the hustle? Mm, that's a good question, MRIs. Here's how... Here's what Mateo does with eats. See, recently I've been cutting down on food because I need to lose some of that weight. Mm-hmm. That, that gains life. So, uh, what I do uh, is I eat breakfast. So, get, get out some waffles or get some cereal. Just put that in the toaster or put some milk in a bowl, get some cereal, some pretty good tasting cereal. Uh, for lunch, usually just uh, cook something up on the pan, uh, microwave some some chicken, get some get some food going, some veggies yeah. in there, get some veggies, nice, 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 uh, nice some stuff. And then for dinner, just basically repeat lunch, but just make it just a slight, slight bit more fancy. Put some apple juice in a wine glass and pretend Ooh. you're all fancy, so... <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Really about that, not that last part about the apple juice and the wine glass. Just get like a water or a coke or something, and just enjoy the night. Get some content going on the computer. Uh, do some, do some fun stuff like that. Do you just usually just eat, uh, eat by your computer? Uh, uh, sometimes. Uh, my family, you know, sits around the table to have dinner, but we usually just use the table uh, in the kitchen for like hanging out, hanging out, just talking. Cause yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not like the typical like get around the table and have dinner with the family kind of thing. We just kind of eat whenever we see fit. My my mom and dad eat together obviously, but like we just don't really sit down by the the table and just, you know, yeah. have a chat and eat. That's true. But we do sometimes. It's it's pretty fun, but you know, we usually just eat whenever we want to. So if I'm I'm actually quite hungry right now, so I might go get some food after this podcast. Hey, that leads <laughs> me to my last question perfectly. This Ooh boy, the 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 What Is Life podcast, this is that, wants to ask you. I'm completely guessing that they want to ask you this, but they want to ask you, how is your dad so cool? Ah, oh, dude. Oh, that's such a awesome thing to say. Uh, believe it or not, actually, well, I mean, you can believe this if you want to. So I actually actually uh, tell my dad. Uh, all about you guys all the time. He actually roots for my channel like constantly. We're, we always uh, talk about getting new gear and improving our stuff. Cause my dad is a full-time, well, kind of. He makes he makes music. He's a musician, so uh, he's got he's got the the e drum kit. He's got the giant Triton piano. He's got Studio One going. Ooh. He's grinding on some songs. He just needs to get uh, an audio interface, and then he'll be able to make his songs again. Uh, but 
I think my dad is cool because he was raised uh, in the in the music life because he used to be in a rock band or a metal band called Extraction. So Ooh. I guess that's how I got that's how I got myself into making uh, music and listening to metal all the time because I'm just. Uh, just like my dad with musical tastes, like soft calm music, and then immediately go to the speed metal. <laughs> so, uh, my dad, he plays guitar all the time. He plays drums all the time. And, dude, mm-hmm. my dad is, he is, like, shredded, man. He is, like, so, like, beefy, dude. Like, if you could see his legs, he'll kick you across the street like a football, man. He's just crazy strong. I'm tr- I'm currently trying to learn how to play drums, but my dad's been doing it for like yeah. 30 years, so he he has some pretty uh, crazy uh, experience. But it's an e drum kit, not an actual drum set. But he's like, I'm too used to the e drum kit now, and I can't go to the actual drum set. Yeah. So yeah, so I think my dad's cool because yeah, he he's a musician. He isn't he is an artiste just like you. Yeah, yeah, dude. Huh. So any any final questions before we uh, wrap up this? podcast i think what you mean boy that was the final question oh yeah okay what what now then uh anything you want to plug a little shameless plug moment for my tunes oh of course so i didn't introduce myself at the beginning of the podcast but hello my name is mateo tunes and this is this is what okay i might actually send you a drawing to put into the podcast and be sitting down i don't know but uh i make uh cartoons in case you couldn't tell i make I make uh, content. I'm currently working on a webcomic that's going to come out hopefully in June or July. Uh, I make I make animations monthly right now because working on the comic is kind of taking time away from that. But monthly animations until summer, I guess. Uh, I have my own podcast, so let's just seamlessly plug that. Nice. MRIS actually was on an episode, episode two episode of two. the Tooncast. Tooncast, man. That was the... That was the bomb. I also have a second channel, Mateo Toots, that I barely ever use, so you guys can go check that out too. Links in the description, I hope. <laughs> nice. And yeah, yeah, that's that's just the uh, gist of Mateo Tunes. Go go watch all my old content. <laughs> oh boy, what? That's that's a great little pluggy plug there. All right. Yeah, man. Hey, Mateo Toots, thanks for being on the the What Is Life podcast where we talked about the life of. Thank you. The best animator, 14-year-old on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much for having me on. It was been, it's was been it been a blast. I took about 47 minutes out of my day just to talk about my boring life. <laughs> but it was it was uh, amazing nonetheless. Everyone, so go go subscribe to Emerias. He's a great content creator. Hey. Can't wait for the next next video. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> I'm about to go film it right now. Somebody's at my door to, uh, to get filming, Ye- so they just knocked on it. I don't know if you heard. Hi, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. I am here on the chill bean bag, and on the line we got Kevin Touch. Kevin. What's going on, everybody? So, Kevin Touch is from the Anchor universe. Now, what is Anchor, for those of you who don't know? Anchor is a social 
platform or a podcasting platform, whatever you prefer, where you make a podcast and broadcast it to the world on five different platforms. iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Play, just name a couple. All automatically. There you go, and for free. Man, that's some real heat, Kevin Touch. Thanks, everyone. I appreciate it. That's how I found you. Yeah. So I'll put a, I'll put a link in the script in description to uh, download Anchor for sure. And uh, what I do what I do with Anchor is if you don't know, audience is I do kind of like a daily audio vlog about the grind of a YouTuber. Kind of what I just started doing on the vlog here, but in audio form. And I say different things because it's right. two different recordings. Yeah. But this is the What Is Life podcast. So, we are going to talk about what is life with Kevin Touch. So, Kevin Touch, I guess let's start with how did you get started with wanting to do audio and anchor and the creator life? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I stumbled across audio after I graduated high school back in June 21, 2017, about almost a year ago now. And I remember, what am I going to do in my life? I even said that to myself. Next day, I, after getting dinner and celebrating a little bit with my family, I woke up, just an average, uh, average Thursday, June 22, thinking nothing going to happen. And then my friend texted me this opinion app podcast, and I said to myself, that could be a outlet for me to go and explore. I downloaded the app. I fell in love with the app. I, I felt like this was the place where I could let my message to the world be heard. And I talked to a buddy and said, you want to do a podcast about college stuff, about college tuition and high school. We just graduated. I thought it would be a great idea. And he said, yeah, sure. And I went over to his house, live recording. And that was, the, that's actually, to be honest with you, that's my only live recording I've done so far. The first one. And it really got me a lot of experience and now I can really do this. I have that radio mentality. I have that voice. Yeah. Let's see where it goes from here. And we flash forward eight days later after getting the opinion podcast uh, set up and all. Anchor comes along. How did I discover Anchor? Just by chance. I hit the app store. I said, "What? I see the Anchor app. It's a podcasting platform." I'm thinking this opinion app's free. I'm already free. on iTunes. Nice. Like. What? What could be better, right? And then I said, I try it out. First 10 minutes in, it's ridiculous. I get no audience, but before I leave, uh, I said, I said, um, I said this, I said, David Phelps, hey man, I feel like you're struggling too. He, he said, I'm struggling. I'm struggling too. I gave him a call enough support, and wow. magic happened. Uh, magic happened. And I'm not even joking. I, I quit the app, I'm out. I, I, I'm just watching TV now. I go for a run. I get back from the run. David Phelps published your call. And Anchor emailed me. I'm like, that's it right there. That's it. He published my... I got to get back in the app and thank him for that. Oh. And when he, when he uh, published it, uh, I felt humbled and respected. This is it. This is what Anchor is meant to be. It's meant to be a, a, a peaceful, supportive group. Yeah. I, I just kept saying, I kept saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I didn't realize now, nine months in, that this is what Anchor has now become for me. That's, that moment like that doesn't happen or play. It just happened naturally, organically. 
And when that happened, I felt rejuvenated. I started to go on a tear with the audio. And then we'll flash forward to the vacation. I took a vacation. No phone, nothing. Cleared my mind. Got back home. Hit the ground running. Took a week off again just to get back in the jet lag. And then 10 days later, August 31st, or 10 days from August 21, August 31, interview with Randy Tulson. Uh, he was getting some beef with the community. Anchor community, about nice. Stuff he was, Dang. Yeah, he was, getting, he was getting some beef. And I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, hey, man, uh, I don't know what's going on, but man, I just want to talk to you about this. You, you seem like you got something going on here. And he's like, thank you, the first person to not judge. I'm like, that's no problem. Mm-hmm. And we had a private combo, and he said, uh, and he kept telling my story. And about 10 minutes in, I'm like, dude, I think this is interview material. I never had done an interview before on Anchor. Like, I actually hosted one. I've been, I've been recorded before on Anchor, an interview, and this is the old interview feature. Yeah. And I did. It was two and a half hours long at the end of the interview. And there's, like, oh, man, that was probably one of my best interviews as far as content. You said to me, you should make the Anchor Nation. I think it's the start of something correct, the Anchor Nation. So you have a and station called the Anchor Nation. Yes, yeah. I have a station called the Anchor Nation. Nice. For YouTube, YouTube mm-hmm. fans out there. And I said, okay, Anchor Nation, here we go. And we keep flash forwarding. I started off as a once a week show on a Thursday. Uh, I know I know Thursday for everybody. Just a quick side note. Most movie, uh, movie and TV shows, they've if you ever noticed, they produce commercials on Thursdays. Thursday is the most viewed, uh, as far as the TV audience. Wow. Well. I'm pretty sure. It's, yes, it's the most viewed. That's why Hollywood and all that does on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy. And I didn't come up with that. I didn't know that. I just felt like Thursday was a great day. And as I as I evolved, I didn't promote anything on Instagram. I didn't promote anything anywhere else. I just kept doing anchor stuff until episode five or four came, and I started to promote a little bit on IG. And then episode 10 came even more on IG. And episode 15 came, I started to get even more with quotes on IG. Wow. Episode 17, episode 17, end of the year, I felt like I was hitting complete fire strides. I felt like the quotes was going up, the people I was getting, I was blessed. Mm-hmm. I even said that on my final show in 2017, season one, I'm blessed. And when I said that, Randy... Uh, contacted me and said, hey man, you want to do a post-interview? You've had a crazy year. And I really spewed my story a little bit more on that interview about how I started this all. And I felt humbled to know that I couldn't have, I went from basically uh, somebody on June 22nd at 9.03 a.m. to somebody who, who who now did the interview on December 28th. I felt like I did something with my life. I hadn't, now I was doing, of course I was being productive off the app, but I felt like now I felt like I'm in my element. Flash forward, we move into January, and things are going well. We have a press conference, I actually read before. I'm going to do the Anchor Nation now three times a week. Mm. And that's when the heat came in. I'm thinking, three people a week, what, can, what could possibly go wrong? I'm thinking to myself, you don't like Monday? That's fine. You don't like Tuesday? Wednesday's great. Not a big fan of Tuesday, Wednesday? Monday's awesome. Not a Monday, Wednesday? Tuesday's great. And, and, and I think the message was there. I felt comfortable. I felt comfortable with my own skin. And then, last interview, January, uh, episode 21, January 25th, uh, Quinn Smith, the final interview of uh, the Once a Week platform. Next week, uh, next or 10 days later, first interview of uh, basically the new Anchor, Anchor Nation, Anchor Nation 2. Three interviews, and it felt great. Quotes were going fire, quotes were going well, and then 
Stop episode 24. We stop it right there. I talked to Randy. He's like, hey, man, I love what you're doing here. You should make some covers, album covers. Oh. I pondered the idea. I, I pondered the idea. I said to myself, you know what? This is it. I'm, I'm on that let's go mentality. Let's go. It's time to let's go. And I figured, okay, let's make album covers now. And I kept gathering data and data and data and data. And as I was gathering data, I realized episodes were building and building and building until I hit episode 35. And then I contacted Randy one day, and it was about two, three weeks ago. Hey, man, I only got nine covers done. What do you think I should do? He said, you got to take it into your hands. you got to be kept in touch, basically, and, and do mm-hmm. what you got to do. We know you've got that fire. Let's go for it. And that's what he basically, he motivated me to the next level. And I appreciate that because I turned into a workaholic. Those that two two days. It took me two days to finish them all, gather everything, and get everything out ready by Friday, which was uh, two weeks ago, March 11th. The grind. Uh, that's right, the grind. When this airs. Mm-hmm. And and I said to myself, well, I did something right there. I did something that most people probably would never thought of doing, just taking it in their own hands. And and. I meant a lot. It really did to know that someone was looking out and saying, you have the power to do this. Yeah. And ever, and ever since then, it's been doing well. We've been cranking out episodes once a week. Or, well, once a week. Well, the cover is once for every episode, and then episodes uh, three times a week. That's what I meant to say. And things have been just well. I've been out. When this airs, I'll be at 44 episodes. And, and things will really start to... To bud, and I, I like this. I think things are starting to bud like a flower. And I started as a little, little seed. I think we all start as little seeds. Little and seeds. Then we go to that little water fit. Little. Yeah, we all start as. A, what do you think about it? It's like a, it's like a plant or a flower. We start as a little seed. We put it in the, the ground. We get, we gotta give it water. I went through that water phase for those first two weeks, and then vacation hit. It was my time just to soak all that water, soak all those nutrients. Then I started here. A little sprout. Just a little sprout came in August. Then a bigger sprout came in September. Then a massive sprout came in December. And now it's starting to bloom to where I'll be that 50-foot tree or whatever yeah. I grow into. And, it, and I think that's that's amazing how you can start off small with any, any power with social media, any power with any app, or any power with audio, and grow into something like a, a massive uh, sequoia tree. I mean, that's the, the great sequoia thing about tree. It. There you go. And, and that's the great thing about Anchor. It really gives you so much versatility and so much leeway to do what you want, do what you feel. And not just on Anchor, but in any social media, it gives you the power to just make things happen. I think I think if you can make things happen and do things the right way, and don't worry about what's going on, now on the outside world, just keep focusing on you, the grind, as everyone likes to say, the hustle, mm-hmm. you'll, be in a good, you'll be in a good spot. And that's, that's how I, that's the first one. That's how I really started with Anchor and been doing my thing ever since I've run Oh wow! So so you've so you've always kind of like gravitated towards like creating and uh, using your voice for good. Absolutely, I think yeah. that's that's absolutely why I think we're all here to do for sure. Just keep keep that positive message going. You know, my other stations, which I have many others. Uh, well, I guess I could dive a little bit on the other ones. I have the Creators Council. I started that. It's a, a station all about just helping the community, and then. Kevin Touch, the original OGKT, as mm-hmm. I can say. 
Uh, that station's all about Connect Engage, get people on the show, help them get exposure, and really just document their journey too. Nice. In, yeah. in, in, a more, in a more casual combo rather than more of an interview style series. We, we can make them fun too with the Anchor Nation interviews, but most of the time, I want to say they're full on serious, like you have to be serious. No, most of the time though, they're more professionally done. The quality is much more, uh, let's say, a loop. It's, it's not a loose, it's more, it's more fresh, it's more crisp and clean rather than elusive and, and uptight. Yeah. And and I think I think that's the important part. Keeping your quality quality over quantity. I think that's important. That's one message I'll leave with here. And then we'll get to the next question, I'm sure. Uh just the, the fact that you can quality have the power quality. to produce it. Yeah, the, the, the fact that you can worry about the quality you put you can control the quality. You can't you think about it, you can't control the quantity. You can't control who listens to your stuff. Or or watches your stuff case of YouTube. You can't control that. But the one thing you can't control is the quality you put out though. You can control the quality you put out. Because at the end of the day the quality you put out, it has to be a hundred. And then if you put out a hundred percent, whether you get one or a thousand listens or one or a thousand what views or one or a thousand whatevers or downloads, end of the day you got somebody and you work with them and you tap into their audience and you never know where that could lead to. That's, that's why true. quality will always that's why quality always Quality will always triumph over quantity. It's just, it's just a fact. Right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Quality over quantity, and then in the and that way, you'll always have like a. I mean, why would you want too much, you know, content even in a, in, a, in a way, even too much good content? You know, you don't want to drown people out. Uh, but I mean, too much good content is always better than too much bad content. I'm not making too much sense here. I'm just, I'm just, I have a point in my head to make, but I can't really make it. Yeah, but I think the audience here is wondering, Kevin Touch, you're so cool, but what were your high school days like? Oh, the KT high school days is a great, that's a great, we'll start with ninth, uh, ninth grade. I came from intermediate school, I uh, humbly graduated from uh, June 20, June 20th, 2013. Okay. And then I transitioned in September 5th, 2013 in high school, right around Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I felt like I was, I was popular, but I wasn't the most active popular, if that makes sense. I was a guy who, everyone knew my name. Everyone knew who I was because it, it was just natural to know I had this vibrant personality. But I really... I was also observing. I'll admit, I'm very observant, and I can be vibrant at the same time. It's weird, but it works like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and everyone would know my name. I was very calm. As I, uh, calm most of the day, I was calm. I mean, in the class, though, I would participate, do my thing, of course, whatnot. But I was calm. I mean, I would, I would talk to people one-on-one. It definitely, I would But I'll say my freshman and sophomore year, I was definitely more hyped up. Oh man, definitely more hyped. I felt like this is a new environment for me. I got more hyped as usual. I didn't get in trouble. I just, mm-hmm. I just, no, I just get hyped. I mean, I would, I would do things like high five teachers. I would, I would do things like oh boy, high five teachers, high five students all over the place. Like I, I couldn't stop. Like I, I was just vibing like that. But too much in the heat. class, and too much. In the class, sometimes same thing. Answer, answer every question. I mean, there's, there were times where I'm like, you got to stop answering these questions. I'm like, teacher, put me in restricted mode. That's fine. I'll take, the, I'll take the first two minutes off, and then I'm, I'm coming back in with fire. Like, that's oh. how it was. 
I mean, I'm coming back with fire. You give me two minutes off. I'll just take more answers. But uh, that's how I was. I felt, I felt, I felt in tune with the world. Now, transition more into the more serious years. And the junior and senior are a little different. As I got older, I, start, I started to say, well, I can still do some of the stuff, but I need to teach myself to be more observant in the classroom and, and, and still participate, but don't have extreme fire every time. I would just hold back and say it back a little bit. But mm-hmm. most of the time through the hallways, I, I focused on one-on-one conversations more. I, I tried to walk around with people and, and just talk about one-on-one conversations, discussing life, kind of like this, and, and guide the, the future. Because at the end of the day, you can do 100,000 things in the world, right? But at the end of the day, the people under you, the people who are 14, 13, 15, I always believe this one thing. If you're, if you're, you're whatever age you are, think five years back. Whoever's 14, 15, let's say one day they make it big right away. Yeah. And you have to wait. Who could be your future boss? Those people. Those people could be your future boss. And if you treat them with disrespect at any point during that lifetime span as, as you meet them, that's a bad move. That's that a, a real. That is a bad because they, they, it'll come back around. It may not come back around directly right away, but give it a couple minutes. You treat someone bad at the end of the day, it's still in someone's back. You have to treat everyone with respect. I, I, I especially treat the people who are younger with me. I try to spread wisdom on, on them. Because if I don't spread any wisdom on them, then I feel like I'm not doing my job of trying to help them grow. That's true. People older than me, I have tremendous respect for them too. A tremendous respect. Because those people, they have the same mentality, guaranteed. They probably look at me as somebody who, what if he makes it right away? What if I could be with, I could be the, his future boss? It's the same mentality. You have to treat people with respect no matter what age they are. But definitely the first five, the first five ahead and the last five back, that's your age group you, you have to respect especially because those are the people coming up. And I utilized that in the last two years, especially my... Not so much my freshman sophomore, more my junior, and then mm-hmm. last year especially. I knew it was my last year in high school, and I figured, gotta make these relationships now. Because, I mean, right now they may think I'm, I'm just talking crazy, but in five years, all the wisdom I departed on these people when I come back and visit the high school one day or something, if I'm live back, <laughs> I'm sure I will. Yeah. And, and they're going to be thankful. They're going to be like, wow, you did a lot, but we didn't even realize it. And I think that's the legacy I want to leave on those people to know that although I may be your generation, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I am. I technically am a generation zero, and I could be also considered the youngest millennium. Although I'm, that, although I'm in that generation, I'm, I'm, I'm in a great position, personally, I think, because I could buy with both parties. But the other day, no matter what party you're in, there's still a person on the other end. You got to treat them with respect, and I think. That's why I like to connect with people, especially to part my wisdom on the youth, because I think one thing about the youth, they're cautiously aggressive. I, I still believe it to this day. This group, this generation is the most cautiously aggressive generation I've seen. I, I personally think millennials, the same way. I feel like it's very close, but because of social media, I think they can be more cautiously aggressive than the millennials back in the 80s or 90s. Because of this, they, they spread their message but they know when to spread their message, I feel, and they know when to make the right move, make the right, right, make the right points and decisions in life, which is something not many people have that ability to do. And I, I believe in everybody mm-hmm. in this generation. I think I, I think the future is bright. But for high school wise, going back to the question, I'm just going to summarize. I was, I was calm, observant, energetic, vibrant, 
and definitely just had a, had a reputation to keep working hard and be kind to others. I think that's something I took upon myself, especially my last two years, just to try to impart as much wisdom as possible. Because when I was a freshman, the seniors, I learned from them. I mean, yes, I would interact with my group, but 90% of the time I wanted to talk to them. Wow. I wanted to hear what they, I wanted to hear what they were saying. The elders. Yeah, I wanted, I mean, and, and I don't want to ruin, I don't, I don't, you probably want to ask about my younger life. We'll save that for the next segment, but yeah, that's how I've always been. I've, I've always wanted to interact with the elders, but we'll save that for our next question. Much react. Well, that's, that's going to be the next, next question, because the next question is, I'm sure the audience here is wondering, hey, Kevin, touch. What were your middle school days like? Oh boy, here we go. Middle school days, let's start with sixth grade. Calm, quiet, shy. No joke. I, for the first half of sixth grade, I was the shy guy. Huh. Very calm, very quiet, calm, mild mannered. I still have mild mannered, but until it was one day in gym class, I made a basketball shot from about half court. And, I, and everyone's like, Do your Kobe touch? Huh. And I started to, yeah, I'm like, Are you Kobe? I'm like, Okay. And I started, I started to roll with that, and I, I really kept, and I want, that's the difference between middle school and high school. I kept rolling with that, I kept feeding into that. I thought that was cool. I thought that was the stuff. The difference is, the only difference is, I still stayed humble, but I felt like back in the day, especially sixth and seventh grade, I kept buying into that way too much. And I, I just, I, I felt like I was, I was being somebody who I shouldn't have been. Okay, yeah. I felt like I wasn't the same. I would, I would take things way too seriously in a sense where, I had to win or it was over. Like for me, I mean, I need to win these things. And and then, thankfully, eighth grade, things started to change with wreck uh, basketball. I joined there. And then, um, not just even wreck, but just eighth grade, I think in general, I, I started to relax a little bit more. Get away from all that. I need to buy into this vibe. I, I, I mean, I would, they would still say the stuff, but I wouldn't buy into it. And I started to get more confident going into probably May of. 2013 when I graduated 8th grade to know that oh, May, the, the, month, the month before I graduated 8th grade, June I graduated mm-hmm. in May I really started to know that things were starting to settle down and I would go into my summer of 13 hoping for the best and just being my, the best I could be and, and getting my element getting for the long story you get the element for, for the long story short I didn't really have any elders to look up to in, in middle school I couldn't I mean, I tried, but I felt like it just wasn't happening. I needed my younger days, even. I looked up more. But I tried my best to just keep being humble, especially towards that last year. It was a tale of, it was, it was three, three different years. Sixth grade was calm. Then I got a little bit like, all right, I had to buy into this stuff. Seventh grade, I, I was all buying into it. Eighth grade, a little bit of buying. And then after that, back to calm KT, observant. But still had that vibrant, observant energy, which is interesting. That's my middle school. That was my middle school years. It was up and down, but I still held it well. And those were some of my best years of my life, to be honest with you. Because I felt, I still felt, though, despite all the vibing and whatnot, I still felt privileged and honored to be in a position where no one was going to bully me or no one was going to be like, who's this guy? They, they respected me. I think that's that respect and that love factor was there. Mutual respect. That's it. Boom. That's how you do it. But you show respect first and then they show it back. That's it. If you respect others, they treat you with respect back. That's it. Beautiful. Well, I mean, it's a very inspirational story for all those middle schoolers out there listening. 
Yeah. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably wondering what's going on with even before then. Um, no, that's what I'm thinking. Whoa, well, not me, but I'm sure the viewers <laughs> and listeners are thinking, Kevin Touch, you were such a cool middle schooler. What was elementary school like? <laughs> Here we go. This, this is where... Here we go. Oh, man. Here's, this is Bring what the I, heat. This is good. Gonna sound weird, okay? First grade, I was seven or eight, right? I couldn't, I couldn't hang out with my group. I mean, I was, I was as rowdy as could be. I mean, I was like, "What's wrong? I'm just, I'm just gonna do whatever." I mean, I started hanging out with 12, 13 year olds, 14, 15 year olds. Nothing wrong with that, but I, I just couldn't hang. I, I felt like I was not too smart or arrogant. I just felt like I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I needed to hang out with the older crowds. I had to hang out with them for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. And he was, like I said, that young millennial and whatnot deal. But I said to myself, these guys are speaking in different terms. I've never heard such people speak in these different terms before. Like, they, no cursing, but just... And, uh... I, I, I just feel... I felt good. I, I, for some reason, I still felt good hanging with these people. I felt like these people were, uh... They, they just had some type of vibe, and they really empowered. Yeah. To speak, to speak. I felt like I couldn't hang out with my first grade buddies. Like. Really. I couldn't do it. I, I just. It's a weird feeling, but I couldn't do it. Second grade, third. I was like that all the way up to sixth grade, really, until it started. I would just hang out with older people. I lost that in middle school because they they got older. Yeah. But then once I got once I got the high school, I connected with the juniors and seniors. And the the, the, the story short is, second grade I started to really. Uh, I started to calm down. I had a great teacher, and uh, and I just felt I felt calm. I felt felt awesome. He had this behavior card system. Yeah. And I I, I just uh, I don't know. I just I just felt I just felt at peace with myself, knowing that. These older people. I mean, right now, when I, when I was thinking as a second, I was thinking this isn't going to work. Right? Now. I mean, it may. I may not get the reap rewards right now, but one thing it did teach me, and by by the, I'm gonna say by the age of 12 or 13, I could start to speak. Wow. Where you wouldn't you wouldn't have to lead me in the conversation. So you know, sometimes kids they'll they'll talk and you have to lead them in the conversation. Yeah. By the age of 12, I could. I don't have to do that anymore. I believe by 12, I just, I just was like, I can go on rants and tangents, and I could go on forever. <laughs> I could easily, I could easily go on life rants at age 12. Like that's not easy to do. That's and to me. I fit, sub, that's, that's to me. Uh, yeah. superhuman. It, it, it is, but I, I thought, I thought about it too. Mm-hmm. There's two things that I, I still have this to this day. Number one, I had those older kids. Number two, I never missed a day. I mean, because I never missed a day. I absorbed. I, I I I did the math on this. I believe I absorbed over two thousand four hundred days of school. What? I missed one day. That was it. And I absorbed so much information in those two thousand four hundred days that almost every day, I don't think I ever had a bad day in school. I mean, excluding kindergarten because we had afternoon kindergarten. I was only there for three hours. Regular full time school. Yeah. I don't think there was a day where I felt like this was awful. Other than the one day I missed, of course. But other than that one day, I don't believe I felt the day where I was like, nah, this isn't, this isn't going to work. I had something to look forward to. 
whether it be playing, I didn't have a phone. I didn't, have, I didn't grow up with a phone until late 2015. I really didn't get my first real phone that I can download apps in 2015. Well, hey, ju- junior year or what? I got mine uh, junior year. There you go, me too. And I think... That helped. It helped uh, kind of. It was interesting. I mean, uh, I feel like uh, one thing I did learn, though, in those, those amount of days of school, and I think this goes for a lot of people who are in school right now, is not only to stay in school, but enjoy every day because it, it went it, it flew by i can still remember playing chess in second grade I mean, that's great Ooh, it flew I, mean, by. I, can still remember, I can still remember that far but i still remember getting the citizenship reported on june 7 2007 i still remember these days these days don't never forget my mind and i remember all these days because i enjoy every day i didn't i didn't look at school as a some school kids look at as a prison or a or, or a locked up penitentiary. I don't look at it like that. I look at it as like this is an opportunity for it's uh, a enjoyment. Flow. It's just part yeah, of the day. It's, 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 yeah, it's part of the day enjoyment. And I had something to look forward to. I think in the elementary days, especially fourth and fifth grade, I would hang out with these kids who were older than me. And I felt, I felt okay. I felt like I, I could learn more than I did from a 10 year old. I felt like I could learn with people who were 16, 17. And now all that knowledge, be I don't care if they were cursing, I just blocked it out. All the knowledge and all the vocabulary that I picked up from them, it's like street time. I picked up all that stuff and it's departing in my brain. And now, when, I, when I'm older, when I'm 18, 19, 20, whatever, hopefully one of these 13 year olds come up to me and say, I want to hang out with you. Maybe I can, and that's, that's the whole point. Also, like with that, I can depart wisdom into them to know that the future is safe because someone did that for me at age 13 and I was 7 or at age 10 they were 18 or 17 full circle full circle I can, I can do the exact I can do the same thing now to them and they won't even have to worry about oh what's my future going to look like uh it, it, it's a brilliant thing I think I respect so many kids out here these days because they're growing up in an age where I'm pretty sure they got phones that Elementary school. Yeah. That's Middle true. school. It's it's like it's like that's crazy. That's I, didn't get mine till, I didn't I didn't get mine until junior year. Like my first real phone where I could maneuver these things. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's crazy to think that many of these kids they just don't have random they don't have random conversations anymore. And that's how I learned. I think I didn't have a phone. I had I had to communicate those early years because through voice because without that I don't think I'd be the same person I am today I really don't I think I, I think I'd be one of those people you have to lead me to conversation I, think, I, don't, I don't like that yeah I, I, I really don't I don't I don't like that truly like that, that doesn't it doesn't keep it doesn't put me in control it, it really yeah it, it, just, it just doesn't feel right I don't like I don't, I mean, and, I don't and when someone I have to meet like that has that problem I don't like to lead them in the conversation either it feels awkward you don't want you don't want to sound that too smart mentality, and you don't want to pressure them in any situation. But at the same time, uh, it is one of this. Um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Ke- Kevin Touch. I'm 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 sure the audience is wondering. Yeah. Man, Kevin Touch, you 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 must have had a Nokia 3310 too, right? Uh, was that again? You must have had a Nokia 3310. 
No, I didn't have any. Oh. Man, I didn't have any phone until 20. I had an iPhone 4. It was the first ever phone, but I couldn't work it with any apps or I couldn't download. Oh. I can only, only, only call people. And, and, and now, well, let's talk about that period. Between yeah. The 2013 to 2015. I got my first, my real phone freshman year, iPhone 4. And I actually didn't, I couldn't download any. I could, Anchor was actually, Anchor wasn't even around in 2013. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I did was I, I tried to get as many contacts not in my age group. I tried to get as many people like adults. I mean, I met rec players. I mean, another thing, rec people taught me so much. I mean, let me tell you right now. I mean, yes, I've won a lot of championships. Yes, I've won a lot of games. But the life lessons I've learned from people who are even 20, when I joined, people were 18, 19, 25, 23. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is a safe haven for me. Yeah. These guys are 10 years older. I mean, until 18, 19, you can hear a lot more. But when they're 10 years older, you know how much knowledge they can depart on me? That's what I looked at. It's like they're departing so much knowledge of life experience. I felt like it was just a miracle. And I felt great. And I, I think the power of that phone, it may have not had any apps or anything, mm-hmm. taught me to know that things can uh, things can happen. And when things happen like that, you, you cherish those moments to know it's not a one-time deal. This is real. This is real. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. And I, I, I used that as the real deal. And I made, I made most of what I had use my resources well. One thing I'm, I know, I'm known for, I'm sure you know in anger, is I like to use all my resources. Yeah, that's I don't true. like to uh, hold back. I, I, if, there's, if you give me something, I want to experiment and test until it's uh, either done or, or we have to get a new yeah. update. That's it. Push the limits. If you don't... If you don't uh, if you don't do it, it just won't work. And I think it's key to uh, to keep making it happen like that because uh, you never, you just never know who you'll meet in this world, man. Let me tell you right now. Uh, like Kevin Touch. That, <laughs> thank you. Boom. And I, I think that means a lot. And, and, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show how I met you, how you. Bro, I've got some thoughts on you too. I, you're definitely changed yourself. I know it's about me, but you know me. I'm always a person who likes to. Yeah, yeah. the other guy attention. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, uh, what's the what's the next what's the next question the audience wants to know about it? Well, I mean, Kevin Touch. I don't have any more questions, but I'm sure that the audience was wondering, Kevin Touch, Kevin Touch. You seem like your elementary, middle school, and high school days were really good, but how were your baby days? Oh, my baby days. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. I can, re- I can recollect as much as I can. All right, I'll start off with age three. All right, let's go with age three. I picked up my first lawnmower. I mean, I... Lawnmower? If that wasn't a sign... I'm not even joking. Like, my first toy lawnmower, and then by age five and six, I started mowing things. Like, actually mowing lawns. And, and huh. if that wasn't a sign... If that wasn't a sign for things to come, I don't know what else to tell you. That was a sign that I wanted to get and do something. I wanted to make want to make most of my time i didn't want to just sit around all day and then and be lazy man i wanted i wanted to make things happen even at a young age to where i, I want to be productive i would always go outside i didn't care i think i, I joked to myself i feel like i got these uh these calf muscles because i just kept running around while i was young i never i, I never stopped like my energy was useless i should be useful to where i would have zero tolerance for stopping <laughs> I, I mean, I would have, you would have to, you would have to get me to 9:30 dark, and I have to go in, forced <laughs> to go in. 
I would go out there for 12 hours to run around. Now, as I got older, I had to be more strategic, but I still try. When I when I get a chance, I'll ride a bike around for three, four hours. Just ride a bike all day. That seems cool. Oh, yeah. Man. I, I love the exercise. And I think my baby days were just all about exercising and keeping my health in order because when you get older, you lose stamina. I'm trying not to lose stamina. I don't want to lose stamina. I want to. I want to be fit. I want to be like this for uh, next 20, 25 years. Yeah. You know, it's just you gotta be healthy. You, you only get your health once, and. Uh, I mean, it's all you have. Your health. I mean, er, er, at the end of the day, um, my workout buddy tells me this: people can take ev- everything away from you except your gains. See, man, you can't take those gains. Those are huge. Can't take those gains. Uh huh. Can't take them gains. I think the key with the gains is that when you have, when you start making gains, uh, you really look at this as a, as a, as a blessing. Gains are important. And one thing you don't want to do with the gains, though, this is important too. Okay. You don't want to get arrogant about it. You want to be humble about those gains because you can lose those gains in a second. That's true. It's based on reputation. I wrote a book. Uh, it's, it's not published or anything. Ooh. But I wrote a book. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to send this to you. Fancy. I wrote a, it's kind of more of a manuscript of life. I wrote a okay. book called The Midwest Mentality. And I wrote this uh, senior year. I just, oh. I just, it was, I'll tell you how this idea sparked. I was sitting in a study hall one day. And I, I never thought in a million years I'd get a study hall. Like, it just happened that way. I didn't ask for it. Normally, you know me, I don't like taking breaks. So it's not like I would ask for one. But yeah. the, way the, the way the schedule worked, I had, I had no choice. It was either that or, or get a double, or like a double free period. I'm like, no, I don't want the double free period. Give me, give me one study hall rather than two free. And I said to myself, I gotta, I gotta do something productive here. Mm-hmm. I can do all my homework. I mean, the first two months, I had a lot of homework, so I did all that. But then, towards the end of the quarter, I started to think about what what else could I do as, a, as an option. More well, writing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the greatest writer as far as I got a children's book or a the, yeah. fiction. I, I can't write fiction for, for my life. I, I mean, I, I can try, but it has to be a real world scenario or, or real world advice and I said to myself what about this uh, Midwest mentality and I'm like what, where did I come up with that from? and I'm like okay I came up with it and the, the, the premise of that is there's two things that will get you to the third thing number one work hard number two be kind to others and number three it's not guaranteed your reputation will may or will follow mm-hmm. what I mean by that is you can work hard it's great but if you're not kind to others, that reputation will not be kind. You can be kind, but if you're not working hard, you'll have that reputation of kind guy, not so hard working. You have to do that's those no first fun. two things. That's, 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 that's the two premises of life, really. Mm-hmm. If, you think of, if you think about it, not many people in the world have both. If you have one, mm-hmm. you're special. If you have two, you're legendary. If you have all three, you're a blessing in the sky. Like, that's what I believe. Okay? You can, if you can master all because the third thing reputation do those first two things well doesn't mean the third one's guaranteed reputation you have to maintain that yeah because true. if you think of it it's all it's like all comes full circle you make up one mistake you slip up one time it's gone just like that i, I, I snap with it yeah try to put i put hard work into everything like uh if i'm trying to you know uh um kick back a little bit and uh, have some fun with some friends i work hard at having fun you know <laughs> it's always a work hard and that's it. I think, I think working hard, it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be hard work at all. Working hard should not be hard work. Working hard should be a fun 
an enjoyable activity. That's my belief. If you if you want to work hard, then that's correct. If you, if you have to work hard on something, it's correct. But if you really want to work hard, have fun. With it. Don't worry about being serious about the hard work. Of course, be serious about putting in the work. Yeah. But if you can have fun along the way doing it and being kind to others while doing it, you're in a league of your own. That's my belief. True. And your reputation will be amazing. True. Well, I mean, I really vibe with that. But it is getting towards the end here, so it, time flew by. Time flew by. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you have one more question. Yes, I, I have one more question. I mean, not really a question, but like, uh, you want to talk about something? The story. Yes, I want to. I want to talk about you. <laughs> how we met and how how I've seen your improvement from day one. I, I met you on the re. Uh, uh, what do you call it? the recent tab? I know it says here something new, but it's the recent tab. Still mm-hmm. going with the recent tab. I'm not sure on the recent tab on Anchor, I said, there's this guy with a shopping cart, and he's got like this massive shopping cart, and it's just like a little little guy. <laughs> and I said to myself, he still had that picture, and I said to myself, okay, well, we got we got some type of clown here in my head. I'm like, this guy might be a clown, he might be from off the street, I don't know. <laughs> I had these weird, I had these weird things going in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe he's, maybe, but I didn't, and that's the quick, that's the only generalization I made, maybe the YouTube. I just thought in the back of my mind, you didn't have, you didn't have MRI's YouTube, you just had MRI's. Yeah. MRI, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, and, I said to myself, let's try this guy out. I gave you a call, and I think it might have been during that contest week, and we just yeah. connected, and I was, like, I was like, I can vibe with this guy, he seems to have a, an interesting story. And lo and behold, three months later, you started hitting hardcore again, in January, mm-hmm. after YouTube changed your monetization. And he yeah. came to me, and, and, and I said to myself, he came to me. Well, I, it almost reminded me of David Phillips. He came to me, too. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, let me help you out. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, man. From, from, from back then to now, you've grown immensely. I mean, you hit 1,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, you're, to be honest with you, if I have to call it right now, you're, you're probably one of the top 20 stations on Anchor. I'm, I'm being dead serious. Really? Like, I, I really believe that... Since you've been consistent, it will reward consistency. You've been there. Mm-hmm. You're on the council with me. You're making great ideas. You've reached out to Anchor over seven times, of my <laughs> knowledge. Yeah. You've done a lot of things with the grind. Your hustle has been incredible. I don't know what else to say other than you've just improved. And top it all off, we'll know in April what you're for real about when you get my show, my show, the Anchor Nation. Yeah. Like we, you're going, you're going to come on there, and you're going to be a pioneer for the YouTuber or or the the youth group, I'm gonna say. The youth the youth movement. I think you'll be a pioneer to know that you'll be the youngest guy on the show, or one of the youngest I've had. And you handle all those answers. I threw at you like a pro. When we did a forty minute episode, I might I may have had to lead you just one time at the end when you got stumped on one question. But other than that, you were pretty fire with all the answers and I respect that. And you put the heat out there. I think your growth and your improvement is a, is an inspiration not just to me but to anybody out there. And I, I applaud you for having me on the show tonight. And, uh, anybody out there listening to YouTube will subscribe to this YouTube station <laughs> channel. Excuse me, because this man he, he he puts in the grind. You'll see his grind. I mean, he he was doing a presentation yesterday for one of his teachers about his first YouTube video. Yeah. Not only is it hilarious, not only is it hilarious stuff. It's definitely a, a, a listen, or I definitely check his peak his IG stories. But just really what he's doing out here in the world it, it needs to be applauded 
Because you have an interesting, I don't want to ruin too much, but you have an interesting story about how you came from another area and you moved here and you, you, you actually can't do certain things yeah. because of restrictions, but yet you worked around it and still persevered despite those restrictions. And uh, it's a, that's a massive round of applause for you, my man. I appreciate what you're doing out here. Thanks, Thank Kevin. That's, and it's only just getting started. The heat's that's just it. starting. That's the fun part. So that's much it, more to do. When it gets started, it starts rolling. That's it. Ball starts. The ball starts rolling. I actually have a basketball in my yeah. hand right now, so it makes sense. There you go. It all, it all comes first, full circle every every time. Boom. Every time. Well, that's that. Uh, really enjoyed talking about the life of KT here on the What Is Life podcast, brought to you by Emirates. I think I think I peaked my mic there for a little bit. Oopsie daisy. But yeah, um, Kevin Touch, you wanna you wanna have any last uh, any last words? A little shameless plug. Yeah, I just wanna say thank you to everyone's uh, everyone listening to on YouTube and rise subscribers. I appreciate you listening. Thank you to everybody out here at Anchor Lamp for giving your undivided attention not only to myself but to Rice, the YouTuber. And definitely follow Instagram Anchor Nation. Follow the Anchor Nation on Anchor if you join. And if you are a subscriber, thank you once again. God bless and part-time Italian, so grassy, <laughs> it's uh, a co- and Coke and Cup for all you out there listen. <laughs> you, want, you want to do the YouTube outro with me? Let's go for it. We, we basically, uh, well, you can't really fall off screen because you're not on a screen, but pretty much we're like, we, we, we start talking, then we, so we're talking and we suddenly run out of words and we're like, uh, uh, uh. That, what, what happened? What, 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 that, that. Uh, oh, 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 okay. Uh, d- uh, what? Uh, what? what? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, hi. Today, we're here with Joe Bin, Australian trumpet player, boy genius. First question for Joe Bin is Joe Bin, how are you? I am very good. Really? How are you? Oh, I'm I'm really good. Very tired here. It's uh, 2 a.m., but it must be a nice nice time for you right now. Yep, 6 p.m. for me. Hey, so oh, I'm wide awake. Oh, oh boy. Um, but besides that, uh, what? For the people who don't know you here on the What Is Life podcast, you are an Australian trumpet player, but what else do you do on the YouTubes? Well, my channel is basically based around me playing trumpet and piano music videos. And that's pretty much it. I have done video I have done some videos which have included me also playing bass guitar as well as Melodica. However, trumpet and piano is the main thing that I do on the channel. That's true. So, I'm sure all the fans of, of the What Is Life podcast are wondering, Joe Bin, you're so cool, you play the trumpet, so how did you get, even get in to doing music? Where does this stem from? Were you just like a, like a musical baby and stuff? Or how, how, did, how, how did you get the musical... The vibes, music vibes, going. Well, it kind of was like that. 
I was kind of like a musical baby. When I was six years old, I wanted to learn how to play piano. So I asked my mom if she would let me learn piano. And then for my seventh birthday, she got me a piano and some piano lessons. And I've been playing piano ever since. So that's 14 years of piano playing experience. Wow. Dang. So for trumpet. Yeah, started with piano. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then, for my trumpet playing, I started when I was 12. When I went to secondary school, which is year 7, I got the opportunity to learn a new musical instrument. We, we tried a whole bunch of many different instruments, and the one I liked the most was the trumpet. So I started playing trumpet when I was 12. So that is nine years of trumpet experience. Nine years of trumpet experience. Huh. Yep. And and then and then uh so trumpet, piano, maybe some uh some maracha maracas. Uh it's ah. a melodica. It's a new thing that I just got. So you can make digital sounds. I can definitely do that. Yes. So you play trumpet for real, piano for real, and then a bunch of random yep. electronic instruments with melodica. Yep. Boom. So 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 one man? Nah, you're a whole damn band. <laughs> right? That's you. That's you. I was I was right. That's you. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Except, <laughs> there has been times where I've done collabs. Mm, how many collabs have you done so far? Uh, only a few, maybe like five or four. Only a few, maybe like five, yeah. And how did those go? Were those good, good experiences? Yes. Every single time, those four or five times, I've loved it. And then, I feel like I feel like for a music collab, it's a lot of work to make everything sync properly and get the right uh, the right tempo and everything. Was that was that a challenge? Honestly, sometimes it is. However, the best thing to do is to just listen to a metronome in your ear, and then you can play in time. True, and then time is time, so everybody has the same time they're playing to. Yep. Huh. Well, Joe Bin, I'm sure all the fans of the What Is Life podcast are wondering, Joe Bin, you got musical talent and you practice a lot, but Joe Bin, what were your elementary school days like? Joe Bin, Joe Bin. Well, I was born in Hong Kong. Whoa! And I grew up Yep, <laughs> and I grew up in Hong, and I grew up in Hong Kong. So for primary school, which is what it's called, not elementary school. Yeah. I was in Hong Kong. I went to an English school in Hong Kong. Huh. And that was very nice. English school in Hong Kong, and then from how how were your elementary school days? Did you were your teachers? 
good or were you like that kid in class that was like always doing his uh, his music stuff in class and you're like uh, I have no idea what I'm talking about right now actually <laughs> but how were you in class? Nah. <laughs> how were you in class? Uh, class was good I enjoyed it good good, good student? straight A's? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nope. Never, ne- never have been a great student. Mm-hmm. But I've had lots of friends, and it's fun to hang out with all my friends like at school. Oh, you you have you 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 have friends, Jobin. Yeah, of course. Do you have friends? Uh, yeah, Master Eve. I guess. Oh. Not really. Well, he doesn't really like well, me, but yeah. Well, you're talking to me right now. Can I, can I be your friend? We- Aren't we already friends? That's true. Hey, I just want to make sure. Cool. Yeah, I, I got friends too. I got friends too. Yep. So, so whenever you go back to Hong Kong every once in a while, you visit your like elementary school friends, right? Or primary school? Yeah, sometimes. If they're there, because they also like yep. spread apart in the world. Huh. Yeah. Dang. And then, when you were seven, you moved to... Australia! Yes, when I was 12 years old. When you were 12, okay. I was guessing. Cool. When you were 12 years old, you moved... 12, 12 years old, you moved there. Um, and that was your middle school days. Yep. So, how was the transition from living the... I guess it's both English schools, but... Culture-wise, where you're like, oh boy, I'm here from Hong Kong. I'm coming to us Australia. What what do I do? What's what what even is Vegemite and stuff? You know? Were you like that? Uh, not really, actually. When I moved to Australia, since I was beginning secondary school, everyone else had also just come up from primary school. So we were all kind of in the same boat. Oh. So, everybody... But, I mean, if they come up from primary school, they're still, like, Australian primary school, and they've lived there, versus you coming all the way from Asia to Oceania. That's true. However, Australia is a very, like social place and very laid back so they're very accepting and it was honestly actually really easy to make friends maybe i got lucky and i just happened to be in a very friendly school but i didn't have much problem making friends oh you're just like hey my name is joe bin i play instruments uh, you want to play instruments with me and they were like oh sure joe bin yeah pretty much pretty much and then, you did high school there too, right? Yep. High school in Australia. So, how were your high school days though, honestly? Like, uh... I, yeah. Well, in Australia, middle school and high school, it's the same school. Oh, it's just continuation. Yeah. You have primary school, yeah. which is year one to year six. And then year seven to year twelve is secondary school. You're 17 or 12 a second. Oh, that's interesting. So then, that that was your whole... You kept pretty much kept a, a lot of the same friends the whole time through. Yes. However... 
For year 11 in year 12, I moved back to Hong Kong. What? Dude, plot, plot twist, dude. Yep. Oh, plot oh. twist. <laughs> oh boy. And then you're like, goodbye, Australian friends. I'm gonna go to Hong Kong friends now. Pretty much. English school in Hong Kong again? No, this time I went to the Australian International School in hey, Hong Kong. Nice. International school life. Same, dude. I went to international schools. My life too, dude. All around the globe. Cool. Well, yeah. you you must have gone to an international school when you were living in Egypt or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine going to Egyptian school, dude. I would not survive at all. I mean, it would will, it will be impossible. Yeah. International schools. And then, and then you were like, hey, I could go to University of Hong Kong to study um, engineering or I could go to uh, Australia and study some uh, uh, music theory. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay, dang it. This is a guessing game here. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Actually, after I finished school, I came back to Australia and now I'm studying IT and business. IT and business? I guess music doesn't. Yep. Music ma yeah. Music majors don't make money eventually, or off the bat. Probably. Yeah. Also, I'm kind of more interested in IT and business. Huh. As a as a career. How come we never hear about this, Jobin? It's always music, music, music. We need to hear about the uh, the IT and business life of Jobin. You gotta hold that aside to you. Well, I love music, and it's a great hobby. But as a career, it's something to do with a full-time job. If I mean, when I graduate, that's the sort of thing I would want to do. That's true. So you got, how many years do you have left of school? Of, uh, yeah, undergraduate. Yeah. I have, I have this year, mm -hmm. and then one term of next year. So pretty much a year and a half, or yeah. Yep, a year and a half. Hey, same, it's exact same as me. So have you started like looking for jobs and stuff in the IT field? Not yet. Ooh. That will be that will be at the beginning of next year. Ooh. Right now, I'm looking for an internship. Hey, same for for like a like a in a techno for a, like IT role. Probably, I think so. Hmm. You gotta get on that. Sum summer's coming up, man. Summer's over. Winter's coming up, man. <laughs> Winter internship. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Oh, another thing. Another thing. University in Australia starts at the end of February and ends in November. That's the that's the academic year for Australian universities. So you just started, pretty much. Uh, yes. A few weeks ago was when I started. <laughs> that's 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 really hard to wrap your head around. Um... Yes. Because if you're having summer in December, January, February, yeah, that's when you have your long summer break. That's true. So uh, how is how is the uh, how is the Christmas time stuff? You uh, Santa on the beach, right? Is what I think I saw last time. Yeah, that's that's the good thing about Australia. In Australia, mm -hmm. you get Christmas when the weather is warm, and that is fantastic, huh. in my opinion. 
Is it so? Is it still called? Um, is Christmas during the summer, or this is a very yeah, weird still on, it, question? It's yeah. no, it's it's still on the same day, December twenty-five. It's just we got warm weather. So is it is it is it, is it called win, is it during the winter or is it during the summer? It's on the same day. It's just during the summer. So okay, so the seasons are flipped pretty much. Cool. That's what I was wondering. Yep. That's what I was wondering. Okay. So the seasons are flipped. Dang. So how does that make you feel, Jobin? <laughs> how does having flipped seasons make you feel? I like it. Huh. Personally, I prefer it this way, the way I am having it now. Yeah. Oh snap! So when you went to Hong Kong uh, for those past for your nine to twelve, you had to flip it back around. Yep. So how how's that? Did you have a lot of um? Because I know when whenever it's a new year and I'm and I write my date on a paper, I have to like scratch it out and write uh, the new year on there. When when you know when new year rolls right around. Oh yeah. I've experienced that. So did you have to do the same thing when you were from? Uh, you were like, oh snap. Wait, how do you even transfer from Australian uh, school to Hong Kong school? Because the semesters don't line up. So you just go in the middle of the year or something. Since I went to the Australian International School, mm -hmm. the semesters did line up. Oh, no wonder you went there. Yeah. So, so there's one school in Hong Kong that has weird schedules. Yep. Huh. Although the school is in Hong Kong, yeah, it still follows Australian schedules. That's interesting. I wonder if there's still there's probably something like that in the U.S. too, and they have summertime in the winter time, the summer break. Then, then you would be like pretty much bound to having to go to. Well, I guess not really. I guess you can always apply to college later. Huh. So, Jobin. What, what, I, I know all the fans of the What Is Life podcast are wondering, besides playing instruments and studying for his IT and business roles for the future, what does Jobin do for fun? Also besides eating cereal, because Jobin likes eating cereal, I feel like. Everyone likes cereal. Boom. Boom. So besides those three things, what do you do? Well... I like uh, watching football. Oh, foot, football, football, football. And I like playing some sports. Dude, you 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 have time for sports? Oh, like team sports? Yep. Huh. Mr. Popular right here. Okay, I see you. Huh. And then I waste too much time watching YouTube videos. Thank you for that. Helps out the channel. Great, great stuff, great stuff. And then you procrastinate on making music videos. Or, yeah, videos of music. No, yeah, music videos. Ye yeah. Yeah, there. Yep, there isn't really too much to my life. Huh. So what do, what do you eat for the <laughs> for the average breakfast day? Uh, it varies. Really? You can have. Yeah, you can have cereal. Mm -hmm. You can have toast. Toast. You can have porridge. Porridge? 
That's interesting. Yep. Is, is porridge you can have equal oatmeal or? Yes. Okay. They're the same thing. Cool. Okay. And you, and then you can also have last night's leftover dinner. Nice for breakfast. Yep. That works, I guess. Last night's, last night's dinner, is the best breakfast. That's true. Yeah. Because then you have like a. I mean, at the end, at the end of the day, what makes a breakfast food a breakfast food? Food's food. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so you have all that. What was, what was the thing you said? Oh, toast. So, so you eat your toast with jelly? Toast with Vegemite? Oh, there we go. I was looking, I was waiting for the Vegemite somewhere. Boy, oh boy. Veggie, Vegemite, Vegemite. Um, Joe Bin Vegemite yeah. challenge. Do you like Vegemite? Ha oh yeah, I've tried it. It's 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 okay in a in a in a in a um in a small very small portion, but I'm sure that you Vegemite the whole bread or toast. That's kind of. You still have to not use much because Vegemite is a very strong spread. <laughs> But it's it's strong in um, in good nutrients. So you so so you're gonna be a healthy big boy, Jobin. Mm, I don't think I'll ever be a big boy. <laughs> but everybody grows up, Jobin. Yes, but I'm I'm 21 years old, and I'm only five foot four. I'm not, and I haven't grown for years. Big. Is what's on the inside is what makes you big, Jobin. But if you're not big on the outside, then you don't have space to be big on the inside. As long as you carry your trumpet around, nothing can stop you. What? Well, it's like my trumpet's like a weapon. Yeah. I can fend off. I can fend off all evil with my trumpet. Just, just play a little tune, and you never know who's gonna come next to you. You know. Name who you summon, huh? Have you have you uh, have you learned any meme songs? Meme songs. Yeah, you know what I mean, like trollolo type stuff. Uh, back in the day, I could play the Nyan Cat song on the piano. Hey, back in the day. Yeah, but that that would be like. Whenever Nyan Cat was a thing. Yeah. So maybe like seven years ago or something like that. And you could play on the piano. And then uh, you didn't even record it for YouTube. You would have had a uh, No. Had at least two more subscribers today if you did that. Oh yeah, it would be great to have two more subscribers. It's always great to have well any amount of subscribers if you're getting subscribers. That's positive. Exactly, Joe Bin, you're 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 a you're a you're a you're a big man on YouTube these days. Mm. Well, it really depends on your definition of big, because you have channels with millions and millions of subscribers, and then you just have me with three thousand, which 
So the comparison is really great. That's true. But like ratios wise, like like uh, music music gets a lot of uh, attention. Um, like oh yes yeah. So it's a great it's that, a great thing to be in. That is true. Com compared to the size of my channel, mm -hmm. the amount of views I get is pretty great. Yeah. Have Have you told your parents yet? Uh, my mom knows. She and she's like, Joe Bin, I'm so proud of you. Um, your channel is grow so much. Uh, I like the channel. I don't know what I'm saying, but you know, you know what I mean. Nope. Not really. No, nope, me neither. Okay, in cool. fact, <laughs> in fact, no, I, I I know what you're saying. Yeah. But in fact, my mom is like, spend more time doing your actual schoolwork and looking for a job instead of this hobby. <laughs> this hobby. That is true. She's, she, she's like, you spend too much time on this when you should be spending more time on other stuff. Yeah, but I mean. I mean, if you go harder on YouTube, you could like, uh, you could be a big boy in the in the video game cover industry. That's true. Make a little living off it. No need for no IT role. Maybe in the beginning to pay the bills, but besides that, have you have you ever yeah, dabbled would... in the thought? Yeah. Yes, that would be nice. I don't see it happening. But if it does, I'm all for it. If it does, you will rise. Exactly. Boom. Huh. But but I'm sure I'm sure the fans of the What Is Life podcast are wondering, Joe Bin, you must have very strong lungs because you do the trumpet thing. How do we, what, what, what should our diet be for dinners each night if we want to be like you? Just generally, eat healthy, exercise regularly, eat your, me uh, eat your vegetables, that's pretty much it. Huh. Do you uh, cook your own food these days? Most of the time I do. Oh, so you put your vegetables in there too? Of course. Huh. I like but However, I like I like vegetables. I think they taste good. Vegetables kind of taste good. What's, what's your favorite, like, what's your go-to meal to prepare at night? I'm not sure. It really varies. One thing I'm really enjoying at the moment is sweet potato. Sweet potato, your monthly obsessions. <laughs> kind of. Sweet I love it. Potato. What do you make from sweet potato, though? Well, I just like... Fry it up and have it with rice and eggs and vegetables. Oh! So you, you eat a balanced, balanced meal. Then you stay healthy. Yeah. And then you, you yep. live a long time. Exactly. Huh. That's the way to be. Wow. So, so everybody, if you want to be like Joe Bin, Sweet potato is the way to go. Yeah, sweet potato, sweet potato is the way to go. But yeah, but not, yeah. Not everyone likes sweet potato, though. True. Do you think people should try it before they hate it? Oh yes, definitely. 
Serve I you. personally, yeah. personally, I'm not a fussy eater, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the sort of person, even if I'm not sure about it, I'll give it a go before saying no. That's true. Like uh, escargot and stuff. I've never had it, but if the opportunity arose, I would give it a go. Oh, and you would vlog it. <laughs> Joe Bin vlogs. Uh, I'm not a vlog person. That's true. I mean, one time yeah, if you, if you, I uh, did contemplate it can be like an experimental channel, like, doing uh, other types of videos going on. on a secondary channel. Nobody has to know, Jobin. Nobody has to know. As long as you're uh, having fun making content. Yeah. That's true. So do you have any other That's like right. video making interests besides uh, music? Then? I just didn't have the interest, so I just focused on my main channel. Well, I was just thinking oh, of except videos, uh, everything I do, except like uh, vlogs, skits, or uh, talking to the camera, stuff similar to what you do. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. Everything I do except except Kalimba. Nice. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe one day. However, uh, you know. Evidently, I never did it because I didn't really have the interest. True. Especially Maybe one day I will Hong Kong, like people, people would like get the it. interest again. You know, because it does seem like condition. a fun thing, and I'll be trying something new, which yeah. is always enjoyable. Or maybe just yeah, compile like the whole. Oh yeah, that could. Oh, the whole trip's worth of footage. Oh yeah, that could be cool. Video. Maybe I should have. Maybe there, I should have done that last time I went to Hong Kong. That's true. So Joe Bin. I know all the fans of the What Is Life podcast are wondering. Yeah, that's a good how idea. much do you actually sleep? You sleep so much. You love sleep. <laughs> I sleep so much. So so, I love so sleep. uh that's like twelve hours, half a day? Yep. I probably sleep too much. Not bad. Uh, maybe eight, nine, ten. Yeah, there has there has been days where I slept twelve hours. Jet lag. But then Joe that's only lag. because I had to catch up on sleep or something like that. I wouldn't sleep twelve hours on a normal basis. That's true, but J J Joe Bin, I'm sure all yeah, the maybe. fans are wondering. Or maybe hey, just Joe Bin, another you seem day like the, the I slept student, not enough, but so have you have to catch ever... up the next day. Well, I'm not really. Actually, just told me you got bees and stuff. Uh, but um, have have you ever um, gotten in trouble with the school? Because I haven't. I'm a good boy. 
Oh. Oh, did they put kind you of. on uh, academic probation, uh, Joe? Kind of. Because you're making too many videos? I am, I am not the greatest university Jobin. student. Jobin! Slipping up, Jobin! Okay, cool. Hey, it works. <laughs> as long as you're as saying, yeah. Uh, they gave me a warning. They and they 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 would put me on academic probation oh. if I didn't. So you got well. Yeah. Uh, if I didn't do well <laughs> this year. Because when I started university, I was a good yes, student. How it is. And then, in the second year, I was a good student for most of the year. And then afterwards, it started Huge. to go downhill. And, and I'm grades are negative. And quality. now I'm trying to bring it back uphill, so it's good again. That's true. Yeah, I feel like it. Cause I have the same thing. Like ever since I've been uh, doing better on YouTube, what, I'm what does that mean? Content, so, like, you get more views, down. then your grades go down. Yeah, so I'm spending so much time, literally, literally, like that I should be studying technically, but you know. Oh yeah. I study like a couple days, like completely before, relate to couple, that. Like like two, one, one or two days before the exam, I'm usually good, but you know, I could I could do better. Yeah. But Joe Bin, I'm sure I already said this so many times. I'm sure the fans are wondering. Yep, um, me too. Would you ever do a live show? Um, a ten minute act with I three songs. I don't know. What so would I, I have no the, idea what I would do if I was to, to make a live show. Emirates gone global. I don't know. I'm not too interested in live performance like that. <laughs> and. How would I be a one-man band on my own? When I make my videos, I can record oh, five videos, combine them together like to have five different music parts in one. If I'm by myself, you can't do that live. Oh. Uh, when I was in school, in high school, I was yeah. in the school band, and that was very fun. But then, mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. really too interested at the moment. What I'm doing on YouTube you, is so um, fun. Yeah, you it takes a lot, a lot of my like what you, what you, uh, like trumpet playing on. time. Um, versus like so, pop songs I'm not too interested like at the moment. Uh, yes, you're right. That is what I like to focus on more so, than pop. It's just, I enjoy the music more. And 
Also, when I was a kid, That's true. I played so many I'm video thinking, games. Uh, so have, have you ever um, the music just hmm. stuck with me? Yeah, you've never been like, hey, if I do like popular songs, like pop songs, like I can grow faster. You never thought like that? Yeah. Actually. When my channel Whoa. was a lot um, younger, really, I did. Well, I guess do that kind of makes sense, yeah. Uh, pop songs, and it turned out because the pop songs, the pop everybody's songs like always listening views. to them and stuff, or trying to make covers of them, yeah. Yeah, I think that the pop songs already get so many covers from loads of different, various people. That's so true. when you do something That's true, yeah. more I, niche I or something, you become more unique and stand out. Yep. Um, Jobin, I'm, I'm sure everybody's wondering, uh, how, how many times a year? Do you go clothing yep. shopping? Yeah, I feel you. Maybe once. <laughs> Not really. No, I mean, I, I, I recently bought a pair of shorts for the first time off Amazon. I'm like, oh, these fit great. You're, you're not I should start going to buy more stuff off Amazon much. instead of going to retail locations. Save some time. Yeah. Always gotta be saving time. At the end of the day, huh? And yep. then I'm I'm thinking, uh, how do you um, how do you edit your videos? Cause you have all this, do you, do you uh, with all those effects and everything? What program do you use, and uh, how long does it take you? I've always been wondering to edit. Yeah. Nice. Well, firstly, well, firstly, audio parts are recorded nice. into my mic nice. through Audacity. <laughs> Just like nice. this podcast. <laughs> then, when I've got all the different parts, I use a program called FL Studios to... Make sure I can fit all the different parts together, add the necessary effects, as well as add some drums in a backing track. Huh. Okay. And then, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not done. Then, when I've, when I've done all the audio parts, so I've recorded all the stuff, as well as edited the audio, mm -hmm. so all the parts fit together, then I move on to video editing, on Adobe Premiere oh, Pro. Oh, and then do, do you have a pretty, do you have a fairly? Wait, no, you don't have such a powerful computer. So do you render one clip at a time and then put the border on another clip? No, you put all of the videos on the same timeline. 
and then you render it all huh. together. That, that's a, yeah, big job. So, so, you'll be, so I'll be rendering maybe like six tracks Into in my one. Uh, six, um, six video tracks on Adobe Premiere Pro will be rendered at once. You got that powerful-ish computer, then, yeah. Or maybe... Not really. <laughs> I'm just patient. So, I guess, what do you do when, when, while you're waiting for stuff to, uh, to finish? Like, uh... Yeah, what, what, yeah, exporting and stuff. Yeah, I'll just do some... I'll just do something else. Maybe get some food. Maybe I'll watch TV. Maybe I'll do some homework. Watch some other videos. There's always plenty of other you know, stuff I can do. There's no point in waiting, in waiting around. Huh. I guess yeah. uh, the, the final question, this is, this is a great... Uh, my time went fast, actually. <coughs> but um, next question would be... Next, next excellent question would be... Joe Bin. Uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years and 20 years, Jobin? With, uh, career-wise, YouTube career-wise and stuff. Well... Start to project, yeah. Mm -hmm. Career-wise... I feel like... I'll definitely have finished university. And I'll probably have a regular job. Maybe I'll be working in an office. Maybe I'll be doing something IT-related as a regular job. And then... This YouTube stuff will still be done as a hobby, and I'll be releasing videos every so often, maybe two or three times a month, when I'm free to make videos. And that sounds like a good life. Another option, which I contemplated, was if my YouTube picks up enough that I can earn an okay amount of money, I might have two jobs. I'll have right. a part-time job which isn't YouTube, and then I'll do YouTube. Then I'll also do YouTube as a part-time job. So I'll have the two part-time jobs, a separate job, and YouTube. And then overall, I'll probably be doing as much work as a full-time job, except it's split between two jobs, and one of them can oh. be YouTube. Huh? Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a very uh like thought out, well thought out plan, honestly. Joe Ben, you have a man who has it all together. You're gonna rise at some point. Hopefully, my channel has been uh -huh. going successfully. So, if it continues like the way it's been, that's true. I'm well, more than happy. Uh, let's reach in about the time limit here. So I just want to do the quick outro for you guys. And say, uh, well, first of all, we gotta say thank you to Joe Bin. Everybody, say thank you to Joe Bin. Thank you, Joe Bin. Nice. Thank you, Joe ben. And also, leave comments or leave suggestions in the comments down below as to how you think this podcast is going. Still kind of new to the whole podcasting thing. Um, figure, trying to figure out a structure, kind of vibe to roll with on this. Uh, but you know, you gotta start doing stuff and uh, learn from there. Um, any last words or shameless plugs, Joe Bin, you wanna leave the audience with? Not really. 
uh, on YouTube and Twitter, I'm Jobin. If you have any other questions that were not asked on this podcast, you can comment them down and I might huh. be able to respond. That's pretty much That's it. That's pretty much it. All right. Uh, Joe jo Bin. Uh, link in the description as always. And uh, uh, you want to do an outro for me, Joe Bin? Joe Bin, you don't, know my, you don't know my famous outro, Joe Bin? What you doing, Joe Bin? Joe Bin. It's, 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 it's the bye. Where we fall down. But you can't really fall down since you're not on video, but you know. Yeah. yeah, so you can do the you can do the fake, uh, yeah, you can you can just say bye, in 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 that way, y- you know what I mean? Falling. Yeah, I know what you mean, cause that's what I do in a lot of my videos where I just yeah fall over at the end. Yeah. So 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 you ready? Okay, here we go. So so we we kind of okay. we kind of talking about stuff and then. And then we suddenly ran out of words, so we're blah 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 blah, yo yo yo. Uh, uh, and then we're like, uh, and then we're like, bye. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I, I guess you didn't say bye. Oh well. No, I didn't. I messed up. I am so professional. Joe Bin, number one professional content on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess that's I guess that's a wrap. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, oh is he going for it? Is he going for it? Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> bye. <it> works, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I I guess we're off. Cool. Well, I I guess we gotta hit hit stop record.